Okay, so if I look at this the right way, wait a minute. If I look at this the right way, in the past years, like the first seed is the Chiefs. They get a bye week. But wait. I'm missing something because there weren't four bye weeks. I'm looking at the traditional bracket here. Yeah, so the traditional, the Chiefs got a bye. The Bills would have a bye. There weren't, no, because the Chiefs and the Bills are both AFC. Yeah, two by. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then the Bills would play the higher seed of the winners of the two wild card games, and the Chiefs would play the lowest. But it didn't make a difference. It's just the winner, the winner of the wild card game. Right. But oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. So let's say the Ravens and the Steelers won, then the Bills would play the Steelers. Correct. Got it. Anyway, we've added we've added another playoff team into the mix for each division, and it's really for each conference, and it's really kind of screwed things up. Corey brought up that the system, the new system doesn't make a lot of sense. So I kind of want him to take this one over because when he wrote it down on paper, it, it like all of a sudden it made perfect sense to me. So if you got a pen and paper and you can write it down, then start writing it down. Corey, tell me what you're talking about with the brackets. Yeah, I'll just kind of break it down real quick. I, I've admitted I have a self-proclaimed love for brackets and charts. So whenever the NFL came out with this format, and I hadn't really thought about it until the Colts made the last wild card slot that had never existed before and realized their path to getting to the Super Bowl. And it just it kind of bothered me. And, you know, the first argument's going to be, well, the Colts – you know, normally they wouldn't even be here, and that's a completely valid point. Um, but in previous years in the NFL, six teams from each conference would make the playoffs. Um, just for example, we'll go through this year's AFC. Um, if this was a traditional year, the Chiefs would have a bye and the Bills would have a bye. Um, and then you ha- obviously have your two wild card games. Um, the highest seed of the winners of those two wild card games would go to the Bills. And then the lower seed would go to the Chiefs, which somewhat makes sense. It doesn't fit your traditional bracket style, um, but it, it somewhat makes sense. They made it work. But this year, you've added a third wild card game, and the the, the lowest seed still goes to the Chiefs. Now, if that lowest seed is the Colts, they then go from beating the two seed and then having to go play the one seed, which makes no sense. They shouldn't, they should be on separate sides of the bracket. The way I like to think about it is the NCAA tournament every year has 64 teams. Um, there's four 16 team brackets. Every once in a while, you'll have a 16 beat a one or a 15 beat a two. Let's say, for example, that 15 seed beats the two and the one was on a bye you would never see that 15 seed have to go play the one after they beat the two. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. To me, that's kind of the catch is like the lowest seed. It's the Colts this year. It makes it easy for us to pay attention to, but let's say it was uh, the Browns. Let's say they were the seventh. So the Browns, a perfect example, the Browns kind of got lucky here. They've got a tough matchup against the Steelers, but they're not the lowest ranked seed. So if the Colts win, then the Browns don't go to the chiefs. That's crazy to me to think about that. Like, I don't know. That's just wild to me to think out of the first first week that the Chiefs are guaranteed the weakest opponent after their bye. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I guess I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it 
It just in your traditional bracket style, and I guess the NFL's never claimed it to be a bracket. They've always just had their own format. But when I feel like when you add the seventh team and you have your two seed not on a buy anymore, um, you need to designate the Bills to the opposite side of the bracket as the Chiefs. There's no reason you should punish the Colts by for for beating the Bills and then send them to the Chiefs. You should reward them and give them a lesser opponent. Um, now, obviously, the Colts shouldn't be in this spot. They should have won more games and got a better playoff seed. But it's still, it just doesn't make sense in your traditional way. So, in my opinion, when you add the seventh team, I think you just need to go to a set style playoff bracket. You don't have any lower seeds or higher seeds going to play the bye team. It, it should be the Titans and Ravens. The winner of that game should be going to the Chiefs. And then the winner of the Bills and Colts to play the winner of the Steelers and the Browns. But why do you pick uh, the Titans and the Ravens? Because that's how a bracket would be set up. Well, no, so, but, but like why those two teams on the top of the bracket? Yeah, yeah. I'll explain. So okay. you have your one seed, your two, your three, and your four. They're your highest seeds. You're going to put the lowest one, the four, on the Chiefs' next bracket game. So if, let's say all the favorites win. All the higher seeds win. The Chiefs would get the lowest of the higher seeds. That's how that's how all brackets are structured. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Now, it, it you know, it might make sense just to have just to make the higher seed play the winner of the Bills and Colts. That'd be fine too. That I I don't see any reason why the Bills should have any chance of being on the same side of a bracket as the Chiefs. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't seem fair for the the seven seed to have to play the two and then the one. I mean, I guess that you know it proves you're the best team, but it just it doesn't seem necessary. It doesn't seem necessary, and it's easy for us to get caught up on this right now because it's the Colts, but like I said before, if, if it was the Browns, we'd be saying, honestly, I think we'd be saying the same, same thing, or the Browns, or I'm trying to look at an outlier here. Uh, the Bears, they're not listed here, but let's say it was the Bears at the seven seed. I don't, I don't know where they're at on the NFC side of the bracket, but uh, I mean, how uh, uh, we're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. I, I don't know of a perfect way now, honestly, because adding the new team, I didn't see this coming, but it like made playoffs more difficult to me. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, it's the playoffs. We have playoffs. We made it through the entire season, by the way, and no weeks were canceled. Like there were some games that were moved, but we made it through the entire NFL season pretty much uninterrupted. As a matter of fact, like there were some weeks that we had football more than we ever had in the past. So in some ways it was kind of a nice, I hate to say that, like I don't wish this upon us ever again, but, but it wasn't a, it was a bad, it was a good success. That's what I'm trying to say. The season was a success. We're here in the playoffs and, and here we have it. Washington, by the way, Washington football team is in the playoffs because Alex Smith, the comeback player of the year, I called it. And, uh, also, the Bears made the playoffs, which I brought up last week. But Daniel, I mean, Corey, um, you both, by the way, Daniel has to admit it too. They're contenders. Um, let's see. Any, any other surprises in the playoffs? The Bears are, honestly, the Bears are surprised. Nobody actually really thought that I would. Did. Yeah, we were like two weeks out from the playoffs, and I don't think any of us had a scenario where the Bears got in. So, 
And it was like early in the afternoon on Sunday where it was like, yep, the bears are locked into the playoffs. And I was just, I, what? I was like, yeah. this what? is basically news. Yeah. News to me because I didn't think they had a chance. And it's because the Cardinals, uh, shit the bed here at the end of the season. But, um, Hey, they, the bears started off hot that helped them. They ended the season strong, so they did what they needed to do to get in. So good job to the bears. Any other surprises? I don't think so. Uh, I'm looking real quick. No, no, no surprises. The the Browns, I guess, but not really a surprise. They played their playoff team. Huh? Well, here's the obligatory. Yeah, think, go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I think because your odd team out in the AFC was the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins were the less of the other four or five teams that were in contention. So for sure in the AFC, I think we've got the best batch of. Um, teams that you could have. It's just going to be good matchups down down the whole line. Every single team in the AFC is really good. Now, I do ha- another thing I have a problem with in the playoffs, and people have talked about it before, is division winners automatically getting home games because Washington does not deserve a home game whatsoever with their record. So they should be going to play um, probably, well, they should be going to play the Saints because if they didn't get a perk for being a division winner. They'd be the seven seats. So um, that kind of stinks, but it's just the way it is. Yeah. I feel like that's going to go on for a long time. It's really unfortunate because we've seen out of the same division two years in a row now where like any winner of that division was just not exactly like, I, I don't mean to say like they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs, but at the same time, I'm kind of saying like, the NFC East doesn't exactly deserve to be in the playoffs right now. And they're kind of getting a free spot because they're a division of four bad teams. I, I agree with you. I yeah. Agree. I, they, yeah, they, I don't think they deserve a playoff spot no. at all. I mean, I love it. I, I love it, but I honestly, I don't think they deserve it. Do you think there's a chance they could upset the bucks? You know, I don't could really, Washington in their position with their terrible record. Could they make some noise here in the playoffs? I don't, I, the lo- logic says no logic says absolutely not, but there's chase young and you don't know exactly what he's going to do. Uh, it's a playoff game, man. I, I'm, uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to win the game. I think Tom Brady's going to, I, I really think Tom Brady's going to take Tampa Bay all the way to a super bowl. I hate to say it out loud, but I really think that's going to happen, uh, or it could happen. If it, if it, if Tom Brady was knocked out in the first round by Washington, I would be absolutely floored. I don't think it's going to happen, man. It could it happen? Yeah, it could happen. It could happen on the back of of a great defense with a great head coach with Alex Smith. What a story that would be. Yeah, it could happen. I don't think it's going to happen though. Do you want to go through our picks for the games this weekend? Sure. Let's go. Wait a minute. Speaking of picks, um, what was the result of the best bets of the best bets of the granddaddy of all the best bets of the week? You know, best bets of the week. What happened? Yeah, with all that? neither, neither me or Daniel did very well. Um, he went into that final week with a one game lead. And I think he finished the day up three games, but I don't think either of us were over 500 picking all the games last week. So um, not an ideal year. Um, 
it, it was a weird year with COVID and with the betting. So I think the lines were just, yeah, I think it was hard to tell what you're getting out of each team each week. I think a lot of teams were inconsistent. Um, maybe when we start getting fans back in, getting back to the normal schedules, it'll be, we'll, we'll be a little better at our job, I guess. Um, but yeah, I should, you know what? No excuses. I should, I should have performed better after last year's performance. So yeah, we'll you were great last year. year. We'll be great. But who won the, we'll who won the bet? Who won the, the five shot bet? Daniel won. So I will be taking five shots. I think, did we decide we're going to do it on the Super Bowl show? We should do it. The Super Bowl show. I owe you five shots from last year's Super Bowl prop bets. Let's find a way while Daniel's not here. Let's basically rig the whole thing so that we can guarantee that he also has to take five shots on that show. All right. We'll figure it out. So we just got to figure that out and we'll lure him into the trap and he'll fall for it. Anyway, let's go over our, let's go over our, uh, playoff predictions. You ready? Let's just do this yep. week. Let's not go through the whole thing or anything. Yeah, 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 that's fine. And I think we should go just through the schedule the way that, um, you know, from the first game to the last game, the way it's going to come out. So first game of the weekend, Saturday at one o'clock, our Colts head up to Buffalo. Um, have you heard about the weather up there this weekend? Nope. Any idea? I haven't heard a word. I'll look it up. Go ahead. You look it up. Um, this is going to be, a, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Josh Allen has turned into an MVP candidate late this year. Um, he's got a hell of an arm. Although, I, yeah, a hell of an arm. He's, he gets, he's mobile. He gets out of the pocket. What I was going to say is the Bills were typically a running football team, and I feel like, and I could be wrong, so correct me if I am, that they haven't been quite a run powerhouse like they have been in years past here late in the season. Is that correct? I just looked up the weather. It's partly cloudy and 31. I'm looking up some rushing stats right now for Buffalo. Right on. Um, Because the Colts rushing game here at the end of the season has been unstoppable. Jonathan Taylor just had a 250-yard rushing game, and that propelled him all the way up to third in rushing this season. So... The Colts run games clicking, and that was without Anthony Costanzo, um, and he's done for the year. But it just shows what an anchor that middle of the line is with Quentin Nelson and uh, Ryan Kelly. So uh, the Colts, I believe they're going to be able to run the ball. Philip Rivers, he's performed well in wild card games from what I understand. Tony might be able to give me a stat on that. Uh, he was talking about it earlier today. But if the Colts can control the ball – uh, and keep it out of Josh Allen's hands because I know the Colts' biggest weakness this year has been in the past game when these quarterbacks can get out of the pocket. If they can just keep it out of the Bills' hands, I think the Colts um, are going to pull this off. I just think they can pull it off. I think the Bills are a younger team. The Colts are young too. Um, they haven't been in this spot, and they've got you know they're the two seed. They're expected to win. So I think the Colts are just going to go into Buffalo, get the job done, and head on to uh, Kansas City. You know, I'm looking up stats right now. Buffalo has 1,700 rushing yards for the season. That includes Josh Allen. So that's everybody. Josh Allen, that's, by the way, is their third leading rusher with 421. So That's less rush yards than Derrick Henry himself. That's less rush yards than Derrick Henry himself. So they're not the running first team. I think we've, we've mentioned that just recently, that they have a reputation of being a run first team, but that's really not who they are anymore. I, I kind of agree with you, Corey. I, I'm afraid because 
honestly, Buffalo's offense is as explosive as an offense has been since Patrick Mahomes was injected into the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I really think it's pretty close there as far as just high-powered football goes. But at the same time, the matchup, we talked about this before, the matchup is perfect. If, if the Colts can put some pressure on the quarterback early in the game, maybe an early turnover would be nice. They are second. I think, I think the Colts are second in the league in turnover differential. I'm not positive, but I'm almost, I'm almost it, positive. About that, that sounds right. If the Colts can just get one or two turnovers early in that game, and then, like you said, give the ball to Jonathan Taylor, keep it out of Josh Allen's hands, the defense can do it. I really believe that this team is built for a playoff run, and it's now or never. The interesting fact that you mentioned about Phillip Rivers, I don't know, I'm afraid to say it out loud, but Phillip Rivers has never never lost a wild card game. He's won every wild card game he's ever played. So I don't, Whoa. I don't know. You know, it's a, I, I feel like as a testament to what you said before, the Colts can be essentially just a steady Eddie and get through this game. Just win this game with your defense and your running game and don't make mistakes. I think that's possible. I'm taking the Colts. Fuck it. I, I'm going to keep talking about the Colts here for a second, just because they're our team. Um, Stefan Diggs and Colt Beasley are on the injury this week. So there's a chance one of them may not be playing. That could be a huge factor because Stefan Diggs has been arguably the best wide receiver in football this year. So uh, if Diggs isn't on the field, that offense could be totally different, and that could be a problem for the Bills. And just back to the turnovers, the Colts, they give up a lot of pass yards. They're great against the run, but what the Colts do is they create turnovers when they need them the most. And it's the type of defense you want in the playoffs. Whenever it's time, like I almost have more fun watching the Colts when they're on defense because of the chance of a big, you know, a big fumble or a sack happening. And it, I feel like half the time I'm watching it ha- ends up happening. So Colts are a big play defense and Josh Allen's young. Maybe we can get him to make some mistakes. And that's what I anticipate is the next game after the Colts game, the Rams Seahawks game. It is. And that's at Seattle. Is that right? I don't know. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm taking Seattle. Uh, I've got, yeah. I am too. Um, I don't think it's clear if Jared Goff's playing yet. I know they had a, their their backup last week had a good game, but it's the playoffs. You're playing Russell Wilson. The guy's been to the Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. So um, this is an easy one for me. I know Rams have been my team all year, but without a healthy Jared Goff, I don't think they've got enough firepower to push through here. They've got to go to the Seahawks. Um, no fans, probably. Um, it is Seattle, so they won't have that crowd, pre- that playoff crowd presence that is incredible in Seattle. It's just worth watching that game just because of that. So, um, yeah, just keep it simple. Um, Russell Wilson versus backup quarterback. I'm taking the Seahawks. There you have it. Um, for the record, Daniel chose the Bills over the Colts, and he chose Seattle also. So we're in agreement about Seattle. Next up is Tampa Bay and Washington. I want Why don't Was- you go first? I, I mean, I want Washington to win. I wrote down the Bucks. We already talked about this, didn't we? We kind of talked about this, right? Yeah, but we'll do it again real quick. Well, <laughs> I don't remember what we talked about. Well, I'm not betting against Tom Brady. That's it. 
That's what it comes down to. I'm not betting against Tom Brady with the best offense that he's ever had available to him. I can't. I, I want Washington to win. I really will hope that happens. I don't think it will. I'm taking Tampa Bay. I just changed my pick to Washington. Oh. There's, something in my, there's something in my gut that just tells me that this Bucks team is going to crash and burn. Um, and maybe it's just this miracle feeling I have about Washington. You know, obviously the Alex Smith story is incredible, but something just tells me this Bucks team isn't going to get there. They're, I don't know what it is, man. It's just all the weapons. How often do you see a team like that with all those weapons be that successful? I don't know. I feel like I don't Chase know. Young. I mean, the Rams, not that long ago, the Rams, the, this Tampa Bay team really doesn't look that much different than the Rams team that put You're up. Right. I mean, are you serious? I mean, it's all there. Last week. You're right. Did, how many touchdowns did Antonio Brown catch? Two? He had two. Yeah. I remember there was one where... I looked up off my phone, looking at the TV, and I couldn't tell exactly who caught the ball, but they did this thing with their arm where it looked like a windmill, like it just whirled above their head and down came the football. And immediately I saw, I was like, I don't know what number that is, but that's Antonio Brown. I mean, you got Antonio yeah. Brown, you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans is, is legitimate. What is he? The seventh, the, the seventh straight seasons of a thousand yards. First player in NFL history. Is it seven or eight? Or nine. I don't know what the what it is. It's the first. He's, um, I don't know. I I don't remember the the number of years that he's done it, but but it is an absolute elite receiving group. It's exactly what we wanted it to be. And then oh, add Grab Gronkowski. So no, Tom Brady. I can't. It would take an absolute collapse, like you said. It would take a collapse. It's going to take a complete collapse. I, I'm just thinking about there were. A few games this year watching the Bucks, where the first half they go out and they three and out, three and out, three and out. They they just couldn't get clicking. And, you know, the talk this week's all, you know, Washington's defense. That's all they're going to be hearing about is Washington's defense. And if, if Chase Young strikes early, maybe, you know, Alex Smith delivers one downfield to McLaurin, just a huge play. I mean, if Washington gets up early, I think they could control the game, and I, I'm just I'm going to take Washington. That's just the way my gut. That's what my gut's telling me. I love it. I love it. The Ravens at Tennessee. Daniel picked the Ravens because he's a homer, and there's no other reason. He literally said, "I picked the Ravens because I like the Ravens, and I think they're going to win because I like them." What do you think, Corey? Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. Because I hate the Titans. I hate that they're eleven and five. I don't think they're that good. But they are. They're that good. Derrick Henry's unbelievable. Tannehill's been playing incredible. I don't know if it's because of the run game or what. But he's been playing incredible. They had a miracle run last year. Lamar Jackson's gonna get his first playoff win, right? Because he yeah, he's never won in the playoffs. That's his that's his knock. It's his second year. Uh, it's his third year. Um Oops. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he gets his first win. The Ravens have been rolling. Uh, they came back. Oh, I can pull up their schedule. But they've ended the season extremely hot after a three-game losing streak against the Patriots, Titans, and Steelers. And ever since then, they've just been rolling. 34 points, 47, 40, 27, 38. They've got a good defense. Um, Lamar Jackson. Ravens. I'm taking That's the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. 
I think they're going to be him. I think I think Lamar's going to choke again. I don't think that, like you've said in the past, Corey. I wish Daniel was here to talk about this too. But like you've said in the past, Lamar's not as as he's not good enough of a passer. He he's he's electric with the ball. He 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 can take over a play, but I don't think he can take over a whole game. Not as he has taken over a game. So I don't want to sound ignorant here, but how do I say? Tennessee is so much more complete than Baltimore. And, I, and for me, like Corey Davis is actually one of the biggest reasons. So everybody wants to talk about Derrick Henry and the defense. And that's all well and good. We know what we're going to get out of Derrick Henry. We know the defense is going to be viable and they're not going to just hemorrhage. We know that's, that's a fact. But Corey Davis is on the verge of 1,000 yards. He has 984 yards throughout the, first seven, throughout the 17 games or 16 games of the season. I mean... Corey Davis came on to one here and, and, and not at the behoovement of AJ Brown. I, 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 I hate to say this. I think Tennessee's going to win the game though. I just think the offense is going to overpower him. That's all. All righty. What's the last game? Two more games. One uh, more game. we got two, two more games. More games here. Next one is the bears at the saints. The Bears, if they win this game, have to then go play the Packers. So they have a wonderful road to the Super Bowl, just like the Colts. Um, Saints are getting 10 here, pretty heavy favorites. I'm taking the Saints. Um, the I Saints and the points? The no, no, I'm not talking about I was just okay, okay. making a statement there. Okay. But, yeah, I think Saints do steamroll them, though. They've been really hot. Even... Heck, let me pull it up. I think they were fine last week without Alvin Kamara. Yeah, no Alvin Kamara, thirty-three to seven. So uh, the Bears, they are not it. They are not going to be able to stop the Saints train. Right, Saints are going to get through to the division round. I said that the Bears were a contender, and I meant it. But that doesn't mean that they're going to contend with New Orleans, who I think will take overall. I think they'll take the NFC. I think they'll be in the Super Bowl. So I'm taking New Orleans here. And I think Daniel agreed. Let me look. Nope. Wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa. Daniel picked the Bears. Why? Give me a reason why. I think he picked the Bears because the Saints lose in the playoffs. Maybe. Uh, They just haven't been there in a while. But I don't think this is the week they lose. No, they're not going to lose. Daniel's wrong. Next. Uh, Last game of the week. The Browns. First Super Bowl appearance in like 15 years. I don't know the exact. Um, They're going to the Steelers. They just played last week in a tight game with the Steelers backups. Um, What do you think, Tony? I think they. I know the Browns are your third favorite team. They played a tight game with the Steelers, second and third third string backup. Stefanski is not going to be at the game. The wide receivers missed, and they missed a lot of practice. I don't think that the Browns have a chance. I think it's Pittsburgh by a mile, like by a mile. I, I was, I wrote it down with a bunch of question marks because I thought about it the whole way through. I, I, I can't, I can't see it happening. If it's Roethlisberger last week, I just got a feeling, I don't know, maybe it's another interception game where they, where Pittsburgh loses the game, but if Pittsburgh, that's, that's it. That's it. If Ben Roethlisberger doesn't win the game, they will steamroll the Browns. That's it. I've got the Browns. They're going to cap off the season with a playoff win here. 
I just think they're a little more potent off, on the offensive side. I know they're not going to have their head coach, but I think that gives them a little more fire um, if that's the case. So, but he was the play caller. Like, he was the guy. That's fine, dude. The The next guy's he knows what plays they call. It'll be fine. Okay. Baker will be like, yo, no, 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 no. Call this play. Baker, Baker he'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, and then they'll get into trouble. That's where they're getting into trouble is when Baker starts taking over. <laughs> no, Baker's been a dog. Baker's pushing himself into top 10 quarterback talk right now. So um, Baker's using his legs, passing the ball well. Sorry about the that. Browns have a. What? Sorry about the siren. Oh, I didn't hear that. Anyways, uh, Baker's moving the ball, legs and his arm. Offense is clicking. They have a run game. They also have a pass rush. Miles Garrett one of the best pass rushers in the league and the Steelers have a tree in the backfield and Ben Roethlisberger. So uh, I, I know they just played a close game with the backups, but God, I wish this game was in, in Cleveland because you know, if they only had 10,000 fan, fans in the stadium, that place would be the loudest stadium you ever heard it when they win this game. So I, I feel in my gut that the Browns are going to roll here um, and take the W. Uh, does your Super Bowl? What's your Super Bowl Super Bowl prediction? Anything change here? Um, I've got Kansas just, City. I think Kansas City wins against New Orleans. That's where I'm at right now. Look, if the Colts win this week and they go to Kansas City, the Colts are going to beat Kansas City. Just so you know. Okay. The Colts match up really well against Kansas City, and then. The Browns will go to the Ravens on the other side of the bracket. In my scenario, um, I think I think the Ravens win that. I think the Ravens beat the Colts, and I think oh god, the NFC is tough, man. The Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and the Packers. Ravens and the Packers. The Ravens and the Packers. Wow. I didn't see that coming. And, and. Oh, my goodness. Say it. I think. I think. Say it. Say it. I think, the, I think Aaron Rodgers gets a second Super Bowl this year. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.